while I was up to my armpits inside a turkey's cavity, lovingly rubbing butter and herbs underneath its skin, open AI fell apart and then put itself back together again, all before my turkey was smoked and served. The company saw the removal, replacement, and reinstatement of superstar CEO Sam Altman, and we sat around watching it as if it were live reality TV. It also saw the removal and replacement of most of its board of directors. As all this was happening, nearly every employee threatened to quit. There were two interim CEOs named, not at the same time, but consecutively, and Microsoft set up a new AI arm of its own for Altman to lead. All the while, we faced the possibility that ChatGPT would implode overnight, which would make my life pretty sad and miserable. And as of this recording two weeks later, we still don't know why. More than a few people have noted that all but one of the board members who were removed were women, and they've been replaced with two white men. The optics are not great here, and the implications are yet to be seen, but we're here to discuss the communications piece of it all. Where were the experts? Clearly not in the room. On this week's Finsex podcast episode, we'll discuss the governance around announcing the transition of an executive, especially the CEO, and what to include and not to include in the communication around it. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back to the Spin Sucks podcast. I'm Jenny Dietrich. Sam Altman is back in place as the CEO at OpenAI, and we all sat around and watched it completely enraptured by all of the drama. The Sam Altman firing and rehiring felt very much like fiction. The announcement was abrupt and lacked detail, which of course sparked rumors and speculation. It's pretty easy to sit here and armchair quarterback how it all went down, but this is a classic example of how not to handle the communication around any sort of executive transition. Rule number one. Do not leave room for interpretation. It leads to uncertainty and mistrust both internally and externally. Then just as suddenly Altman was reinstated, which raised questions about the decision-making process and how involved Microsoft was in these changes. Again, with the speculation, we were left wondering if there was a power struggle or differences in vision, especially because of the new AI arm at Microsoft and how quickly they announced that Altman would join their team before he was reinstated at OpenAI. Rule number two. Be transparent. You don't want to leave anyone guessing. Human beings, by nature, guess that things are much worse than they usually are. Don't give people the chance to catastrophize the situation. But it wasn't just about customers and the general public. The reaction of employees was telling. The majority of employees, 93%, threatened to quit. As a business owner, that reaction would be good for my ego but it also indicates there's some work to do internally with culture and ensuring that should something happen where the CEO wouldn't come back, the business would continue to run without a mass exodus. So rule number three is ensure that any transition plan works for the majority of the employees and that it's communicated consistently. Well, lots of things can happen to an executive. Sudden death, a life-threatening illness, having to care for an ill family member, an accident, winning the lottery the business should be ready for an emergency transition that employees understand and are on board with. This is where communicators can add a lot of value. Keep transition plans top of mind. And let's not ignore the diversity issues. The optics of replacing most of the board who are women with white men 
raises serious questions about diversity and inclusion within the organization. I know they've said that the new board members have more tech experience than those who were replaced, and that may be the case. But there are also plenty of women and people of color who have tech expertise. Rule number four, DEI has to be a top consideration in the transition of a business leader. A communicator also ensures that the messaging isn't tone deaf and that societal priorities are considered when transitions are made, even if they're done seemingly overnight, as is in the case with Altman. In just a minute, I'll talk you through additional communications rules that exist when there is a leadership transition. I'll be right back. There are two things I want you to know about. The first is the Fundamentals of Media Measurement course that we just launched with Muckrack, and the second is the PESO Model Certification. Both will help you evolve your career this year as you learn how to measure your work using the PESO Model to get you there. The Fundamentals of Media Measurement course can teach you how to measure your earned media efforts, create a successful measurement strategy, and report on your success. It will take you about two hours, but it has quick bite-sized lessons you can take when convenient. It has actionable tips, step-by-step approaches, and examples from Jonna Burke, Christopher Penn, and me. Go to mrac.co slash spinsucks to learn more, get registered, and start your measurement journey today. That's mrac.co slash spinsucks. Please be sure to use that link because I get a gold star every time someone registers, and I love gold stars. And for those of you who need to evolve your career, learn how to integrate the work you do with marketing and amp up your measurement efforts, the PESO model certification is for you. Step up your game with an academically accredited PESO model certification from Spin Sucks and the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications at Syracuse University. Learn more about that by going to spinsucks.com academy, or you can go to spinsucks.com and click on academy in the navigation. And now, back to the show. Okay, let's talk about the additional communications rules that exist when there is a leadership transition. I mentioned earlier that all of this went down a couple of weeks ago, and we still don't really know why. There was mention of the board thinking Altman wasn't being transparent and they didn't like the direction the company was going. But was that because the previous board started with them when they were a nonprofit and didn't like its growth into a profit-based company? Is it because he was withholding information? Was it because there was a power play? We still don't know, so we're left to continue to speculate. Rule number five, consistent and ongoing communication is key. Though Altman wrote a blog post addressing his return, he didn't address what the heck happened and why these changes were made. During an executive transition, regular updates must occur until all things are stable. This helps to maintain trust and prevent the rumor mill from spinning out of control. The gaps in the communication from OpenAI have only fueled more speculation. Though the employees at OpenAI are happy with the final outcome, should you be communicating a leader's transition where there won't be a coming home of sorts, the internal communication is as important, if not more, as external. So rule number six. Rule number three spoke to ensuring employees understand what the transition is before it even happens. The same goes with consistent communication. In some cases, change management will have to be applied to help employees navigate through the transition. A good communicator will ensure that employees feel heard, valued, and informed for at least a year after the transition. I'm positive that no one at OpenAI considered what would happen in the media when this news was announced. My sense is it was a knee-jerk decision, so there wasn't a lot of strategic thought that went into it. 
An experienced communicator could sit in board meetings without participating if necessary and provide insight into how the media could react to news of an executive departing the company. This goes for stock price considerations as well. There are lots of reasons to have a senior level communicator in the room, even if they're just listening. So rule number seven is prepare for the media onslaught. Even if that transition isn't high profile, trade media could run with a story if the executive is well known within the industry. A robust media plan, including prepared statements, frequently asked questions, and media briefings is essential. This ensures that the company's narrative doesn't get lost in speculation, which goes along with transparency so that no one does speculate. But it's worse when the media has to do it. The moral of the story is to be honest and authentic. We talk about authenticity a lot around these parts. I have a company named Spin Sucks because of how much I believe in ethics, authenticity, transparency, and honesty. It's how we should all live our lives professionally and personally. So the final rule, rule number eight, is to be authentic and honest. Always. This is how you will build trust, which is incredibly important for achieving your vision, but also in times of crisis or when you make a mistake. If people trust you and they know you're being your authentic self, your credibility will continue to shine. Admitting uncertainties or acknowledging challenges can enhance trust and credibility. Always err on the side of transparency. Always. The OpenAI saga is a powerful reminder that communicating an executive transition isn't easy, and there are lots of things to consider. As communicators, we play a crucial role in helping people get out of their own ways and see the forest for the trees. So get your butt out there and do exactly that. Before I go, I would love it if you would leave a review, especially if you like what you've heard. And if you'd like to learn more about how to work with leadership teams and boards to prevent mishaps like OpenAI experienced and you're not already part of the SpinSucks community, get your butt over there. You can find us at SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's SpinSucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. It's a community full of crazy smart professionals. It's free. It's fun. It's smart. And you might just learn a thing or two from your peers. I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 